nice, nice uh, day on the range, mate. Yeah, yesterday uh, we was planning. Me and Charlie was planning on going uh, shooting. We was gonna do it potentially last weekend. Then we just didn't get around to it. So it's like, yeah, let's go shooting. And um, on one of the shooting websites, it was like saying there was a little uh, kind of like a gun show on in uh, Calgary, like an antiques gun show. And uh, I I found that before a while ago. So I was like, yeah, we should go to this gun show thing. Mm. Check it out, you know. If worst to worst, it's no good, and we'll just go go do something else. And uh, yeah, we checked it out, and it was it was really fucking cool, man. It was in a kind of sports hall or something like that, right? Like a big where you'd have like a trade show or something. Yeah, it was all kind of like mostly antiques, really cool, like old military stuff. Loads of shops. So there's like a knife store. There were like actual shooting ranges there promoting their shooting range and what they do. Fucking really fun, mate. It did look good. And I don't know if the, the, the cabinets that you kind of took those pictures of on your Instagram, I don't know if they were like the ex-military ones or whatever, but like, I always find that really interesting to know like what someone was using, you know, yeah. when. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, there was a couple of like, you know, it was all split out. Everyone kind of had their own little area, kind of like you would at a trade show or something similar. So, uh, so a couple of the people were grouped like this, so there were kind of like some military ones next to each other. Had things, you know, there was things from all world wars, you know, World War One, World War Two, American wars, Civil Wars. But um, yeah, they had some some of the guys there pouring out the history. If he was going in there and asking about certain things, you know, a lot of these guys, it was their job or their craft. So you know, some of them have been collecting this their whole life, so they're super passionate about it. One of the pictures I put was me uh, holding the gun, and that's one of the uh, the British Sten gun. Uh, it's like a light military submachine gun that uh, I think it was maybe even like paratrooper or you know it's a light duty. You know, it's a submachine gun. You want to be able to run around with it, pack them down. Is that kind of like the ones you see the police over here have at the airport? No, this is a pre World War Two. Oh right, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, and if, right. if if you kind of like if you see the picture again, it's literally like a fucking pipe <laughs> with like a welded pipe on the back, which is the stock. Like it's all metal. The magazine sticks sideways out, so it's like out the side, literally just slots into this uh, tube, and it's like a blowback, like direct blowback gun. So like when it fires. Just that power of the cartridge is pushing a bolt on a spring back, and then it's bouncing again and hitting the next bullet. So uh, super basic design, but obviously uh, good enough for the English as the British gun. I think they've been made in a few different countries, but yeah, they were pumping those out so they could get them out to the English soldiers quick and cheap. And I think there's like three versions of it, and they're all pretty... Uh, you know, that looked like a scaffold has made it, you know, if you and me to make a gun, it probably wouldn't, it, you know, nowadays with things being better, it might even look a bit more technical, but it's really cool. I was really happy to see it there and get to hold it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've just got it in front of me now, mate. It's, yeah, yeah like, like I said, it is just, it's just a pipe. <laughs> it's a pipe with a little pipe at the end of it. and Yeah, magazine in the side and yeah. throughout, load, throughout, if you kind of look at like England, America, Germany, um, we've all got quite similar guns around those wars of like submachine guns, and most of them are just 
Yeah, a fucking pipe with the same sort of design. They're just trying to make them so they can either stamp them or just, you know, weld them together and literally just get them straight out there. The thing is, mate, you can't be taking too much time over it because you need to be arming however many million men you you know or thousand men you need to arm you know you need to just get that gun out there as soon as possible so you 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 can't be uh being too kind of you know anal about the design of it you need it's just functional does it does it shoot yeah (laughs) yeah is it gonna work (laughs) yeah 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 and you know you back then you'd have probably had your 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 butchers making them yeah there's probably women from, you know, just factory makers just, okay, now, you you know, you normally make sewing machines. Well, today we're making 10,000 guns, you know, <laughs> we have to, yeah. by word of the government. So, but yeah, uh, loads of history, loads of different guns there, like, you know, like the, like the Sten gun, loads of Lee Enfield rifles. So loads of British rifles, mate, mm. which is pretty interesting to see. Yeah, nice. Loads of other different um, military rifles. But yeah, loads of... Uh, Loads of different handguns from a couple of English ones I put up and just uh, some general kind of weird looking handguns if you've never seen anything like that. Yeah, they look really cool. Like the, the fact that you've got like the, um, the really nice kind of crafted uh, handle to it as well, you know, like that yeah. wooden... Uh... Loads of brass and brass and wood. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that yeah, there was one that I didn't, I don't, didn't even know, you know, I've... I've seen triple barrels and like four or five barrel uh, pistols before, but one of them just looked like it was a revolver, but the barrels were, you know, the the actual revolving cylinder as well. So it just had like full five barrels that all rotated. So, you know, nice. yeah, definitely throughout the, uh, throughout the ages, they probably tried to make them all and see just what works. Do you think if you went to like an American... Uh, gun show rather than a canadian one you wouldn't see as much british guns knocking about just because of the commonwealth and maybe more links with you know armies or yeah um, i mean i guess because this was like antique specific maybe because obviously to americans canadians uh most of our history is just quite that bit more past 200 years old realistically Mm. so they a lot of Americans and Canadians love World War One era stuff. And like you could kind of see that here. And it's, you know, what the Americans did in World War One, what the Canadians did in World War One. Maybe their little side side people around here that, you know, a lot of uh, Russian stuff and a lot of like Nazi stuff. Because cause to them, it's, it's so destined, you know, maybe they had some relatives help out, but... Um, it's probably a lot more interesting to grasp. Like that guy with the Sten guns, he said uh, he uh, he worked in Scotland for a couple of years and got loads of like UK history and just kind of delved into like, oh, you can you can go and look at stuff that is really old and find all the information and that sort of thing. So a lot of people hone in on uh, antique stuff because no, just because of the history. So maybe you probably would in America, but definitely not as much because... A lot of England just sold all their guns to Canada because of the Commonwealth issue. And we don't really, you know, there are people in England with Lee Enfield rifles, but it's like, you know, hundreds to the thousands out here. No, it looked good, mate. It looked really good. It looked, uh, you know, well put together, you know, legit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's there not was just, a, um, 
good couple you know, thousand people there probably you know i've never been to a gun show and you've it's you know it's, it's got like the the stigma attached to it and all that sort of shit but uh yeah it looks looks cool it looks properly kind of laid out with information you know it is a bit yeah. more it's it's a it's like going to a museum i suppose isn't it you know it's the same yeah, sort of, except same for sort of deal. not everything was sh- obviously a lot of the maybe the super rares or the, you know the super old stuff were in cabinets otherwise everything was out to touch and on display like loads of bayonets and sort military swords so that was kind of like obviously coming from England, it was like oh my god, you know, all 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 these signs says please touch, please ask before you touch. It says like oh can I touch that? Oh can I you know can I can I can I have a look at that? The, yeah, the thing is though, no shit ever goes down at a gun show because if anyone were to like, it's it's the worst place you could ever yeah. do something because if you decide if you decide to fuck around at a gun show, guess what? Every person in there <laughs> has probably got a gun. And, and, yeah. and they're and they're normally very responsible gun owners. So if you're irresponsible, they're going to be down on you like a ton. Of, you, you can't you can't be grabbing a, a knife and and fucking about of it because yeah, there's everyone's armed. So you've got that peace because of the because of it, you know. Yeah, and a lot of these people are like military, ex-military, and just in general, like you're saying, these people all use guns. They they run <laughs> drills for practice, you know. These people are just probably like ten and then being just around people who don't maybe necessarily use guns. You know, yeah, you definitely don't want to even just maybe have a little bit of a laugh. You know, you know, Ooh. things got to be taken a little bit more seriously in situations like and, that. And they should be as well, mate. You know, they really should be. It's one of those things. That oh yeah, I think we said about it before. It's like you don't fuck about with that sort of stuff. You can have fun. You can have fun, but it's a different sort of fun. Yes, you you've know, got to know your limits before you. Uh, put them to the test yeah it's like we spoke about i think we i'm sure we said about it before where you see those videos of uh it must be like a an arabic wedding or something like that yeah, yeah. and they're firing an ak-47 in the air one-handed yeah you know? straight up <laughs> straight up and then it kind of kicks and then it starts pointing at everyone's sandals yeah you know flagging everyone yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. What was it? The more you fuck around, the more you get found out, or whatever it is. <laughs> the old, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was uh, really interesting, mate. It was really fun. I'm saying there's loads of ammunition there, loads of old school ones. So like, re- just really interesting stuff. Loads of uh, loads of things going on. Loads of people from all ages and all walks of life was there, mm. and. Uh, it just generally felt nice being there. You know, everyone was pretty similar and uh, there, it was nothing too uh, too well done there. It was obviously done properly, but it was for the people. Yeah, nice. So would you go again? Would you look yep, for the 100%. next one? Yeah, I, I think they predominantly do that sort of thing once a year, like mm. pretty much just like a big event. But yeah, any... Uh, any uh, like if that was a more modern one, I think it would have been that little bit better. There was modern guns there, which was really fun. Mm. But um, just some, you know. Now I've seen uh, loads of history. Now I want to see the next sort of thing. But yeah, I'd love to go again. Uh, no, it was awesome. It kind of ties in. I was watching uh, the start of True Lies. You know, the Arnie, oh, yeah. the Arnie film. <laughs> Fucking hell. And it's so it's it's so Arnie, and it's so kind of like of its time. Yeah. And there was this one sequence, and if you haven't seen it, 
to any listeners. It's an you know establishing shot of uh, a, a uh, it's a Switzerland lake somewhere or other, some big mansion. We're having a party there, yeah, and then you can see someone snorkeling underneath the ice. And then this, this fucking, this fucking <laughs> knife cuts through like the he cuts himself through like the ice, and it's like that doesn't happen. Like you, you could, you, I mean, maybe Arnie would have the power to do that, but um, you know, it just. And then he pops his head out, takes his mask off, throws that to one side, shits the fan, and he has to leave. You know, so he kind of hits the explosives, and he's running. The snowmobiles all chasing him, and all that sort of shit in the snow. And there's this, there's a few shots of the stunt double, mate, right? And normally you're quite kind of uh, protective of showing a stunt double's face, right? You don't want to yeah, yeah. see the stunt double's face because then it obviously destroys the whole. Uh, then he the whole... actually turns into the stunt double, yeah. <laughs> so so in so in this they had they had so many shots, and I'm talking like <laughs> I'm talking. I was pausing it and looking at his like. It was so obviously not Arnie. It's unreal. It wasn't the back no. of his head. It wasn't the side of it. He was running at the camera, like changing his, you know, changing his magazine or something like that. And uh, it's just a different bloke. <laughs> it's just a different no. bloke. And they did it like a couple of times. Go back and watch it. it you know, yeah. you don't have to watch the whole film. Uh, any listeners? That's so funny. Just, yeah, just go go and check it out. But uh, it was crazy. It's like they can't do that. You can't just. I mean, you don't look hugely dissimilar to him but right. it, it isn't him yeah it's like it, just because he's got he's tall and broad that's about it you know he hasn't got he ain't got a chisel face the old boy he's got a bit of a fatter kind of face it's not and it's not even like uh just an unshortened cut if you let me uh <laughs> i'm just gonna send you so i'll send it to, so you can uh yeah have a little look at it as well, mate. But it is unreal. It is just that's great. It's it's. I just couldn't believe what they're doing. This this is literally, <laughs> you know, like that you can't to give that shot. Like, yeah, if it's far away and you can't yeah. tell that it's Arnie, fair enough. But like, this is a you know, if that was like the other side of my bed, the other side of my room right now, I'd probably say that was like James Bond or someone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely not Arnie. It's uh, you know, yeah. he's a de- big sized bloke. He's got big mm. sized, big shaped head. But yeah, he almost reminds me. I don't know if you've seen uh, in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Dennis, one of the characters, there's a yeah. There's a, I know, well, I know who Dennis is. Uh, there's a there's a paedophile who's knocking about who looks like him, and he's basically like Dennis in a fat suit. It's it's like right. He's playing himself. He, sorry, Dennis. Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis, is also playing the paedophile. And the joke is that he looks like him, <laughs> but he's kind of got some sort of fat suit on. And that's kind yeah. of, uh, it just reminds me of that. But it's, yeah, go and check out True Lies. You only have to watch five minutes of it, but you'll check get out. to see this uh, the star of the show, this random old boy who's <laughs> in the snow playing Arnie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's so weird that you would allow that to happen, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Because it's always, you know, it's always interesting watching the action part of the film and some things, you know, aren't going to be just generally capable of an actor, but obviously we're watching a film. And, you know, you normally try and look for dissimilarities. Mm. You know, you want to see how close they're getting it. You know, you, you might not even get a face shot. Normally you don't ever get a face shot. 
And when you do, it's their face, you know, just yeah. the head, just just the head or something. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. And the thing is, though, mate, he wasn't doing any backflips or anything special. He's just running through the woods. He's running through the snow, change, you know, changing doing his ammo some gun up. stuff. And I'm sure Arnie can. He must of know course. how to do that. Yeah. You know, he's trained. He, I mean, he was doing the classic one-handed uh, pump shotgunning Terminator. He so could he do knows. It all, mate. He, yeah, he's. I'm sure he's. I just. Th- I personally think that they kind of filmed all of the stuff of Arnie, got into the edit, or kind of felt like they didn't really have enough. Needed some fellas. To, and then had to go back and just get this. <laughs> You haven't paid him enough, have they? Yeah, fake it, <laughs> fake. No, exactly. Arnie's like, no, I, ain't, I can't come now. I'm filming Terminator 3 now, mate, or whatever or whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, so they just got fake Arnie. But it'd be nice to see. We'll do some research for you and we'll find out where what fake Arnie's up to now and if he's... See if it gave him that big break. Yeah, you never know. You never... <laughs> I doubt it, but... He might have just continued know. to be Arnie's bodyguard. Or maybe not. Maybe not after that. <laughs> No, he stole his stole his thunder. To, you know, getting that getting that shot as well, mate. Full perfect focus on his face as well. You know, yeah, I mean? that like, picture is unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, crazy. Um, so just uh, tapping on to yesterday after the uh, gun show, I went had a little shoot sh- had a little shoot at the shooting range, not too far away. A little bit excited from uh, the gun show. And I knew that uh, there was a gun there that potentially I could buy in the future. So obviously, instead of just thinking if that's the good choice, going and testing it out is probably going to be the way on some definitely. of these things. Yeah, definitely. So I thought, well, yeah, well, I'd quite like to do that. And uh, there's another gun that, that I've seen there that I don't know if you can shoot. But when I was thinking about it, I should be able to shoot it because they've got like a prohibited category. Sometimes they just have these guns on display. But I was able to shoot like a machine gun there last time where this gun is not a machine gun. It's just a pistol. So uh, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll go see and uh, have a little look. And yeah, I was, ended up being able to shoot um, a PPK, the old James Bond gun, in uh, Goldeneye. And it was also nice. in uh, The Man with the Golden Gun. It's not the Golden Gun, but it's the PPK. And it's the one in the Golden Gun, but obviously in... not. In the Goldeneye, it's just that black, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pixeled gun, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's actually really small. I actually have a replica here. Kind of like a size replica. I made it myself. Nice. As you can see, it's, uh, it's, a, it's prohibited in Canada because of how short it is. You know, it's got a, it's a pretty small gun at the end of the day. Yeah it's, a James... no, yeah, it's a nice classic looking pistol. Yeah, um, I actually have a picture of it. I'll show you now, mate. And then how was it, mate? How was it to... Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, this is the exact one. Really fun. Nice, yeah. Lovely little... Is that is that wood on there, mate? Is that real wood or is that like a veneer or something? What, what is that? Um, I'm guessing it was some sort of uh, like veneer or something like that on yeah this. it wasn't yeah. wood maybe like a high plastic fiber oh right okay yeah fair enough yeah sort still yeah it still looks good though still looks nice but yeah that's how they make them and uh pretty much exactly the same was the james bond gun 
really fucking fun. That was uh, great. And uh, one of the guns I ever shot was a Tavor, which is like a bullpup gun. If you don't know what a bullpup gun is, it's a rifle. Normally you have with your rifle your action, so you've got your trigger and your handguard, and then your magazine normally goes just in front of your trigger on your standard rifle. Some rifles that may go in with a pistol. But that's where it is, and it's feeding the action there. A bullpup is basically that rifle. Your bullets enter the rifle, obviously, at this end. Well, on a bullpup, that's just moved back. So instead of the magazine being here, the magazine's here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go up and in the thing here. So let's say legally you have to have an 18-inch barrel before it's prohibited or restricted. Well, your 18-inch barrel can just be pushed into that gun. Like the rest of that gun has got other parts, so depending on how that gun works. So basically it's the same length rifle but in a much shorter configuration. Right. So instead of a gun being like 26 inches long with an 18-inch barrel or 20 inches long, it's actually like... 20 inches long does it feel a lot more kind of um powerful when something's shorter like that well the barrel's the same right so some of those things only depend like on most semi-automatics the bolt is going back some way or forth it's been blown back it might have like a delay system or a gas system but that bolt is blown back and forward sort of thing Mm. so depending on really how heavy that bolt is and the way it move some guns have a roller to roller thing so it like kind of slows it down and maybe like a little piston like a pneumatic piston in there right just to just so it's to, slowing it down so yeah, some more expensive guns will have things like you know essentially you could have a pistol firing a 45 cow and a rifle firing a 45 cow pistol's obviously got a shorter barrel it's going to be louder it's going to kick up because it's not got as much on there but it's got to have a longer barrel on there that weight is going to hold it down as well. So it's all kind of dependent on mm. specifics. Yeah. But uh, something like that, sometimes it's a bit louder because obviously that barrel is a lot closer to you. So it's going to be that bit more louder. Mm. But uh, I actually felt a lot more controllable because I was able to really kind of like bring it into my shoulder yeah stay like really solid instead of kind of being a bit more spaced out yeah because obviously you're stronger the, 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 it's like holding a weight right you know, yeah exactly lift you know lift a dumbbell close to you you can you you, you can lift a really yeah. heavy weight you try and lift something with your arms stretched out you are you know you're a pussy Got a couple quick. seconds yeah you're a pussy <laughs> quickly you know you can't you cannot carry that you know carry the same weight as you can if you're inside yourself so yeah yeah nice and then after that i shot a Quick little fully automatic uh, UMP, a Hector and Cock UMP. Big, it's like a big game and the big one in Call of Duty was for a while. Had a nice front grip on it, super lightweight. That whole thing was like polymer, so there's, it's like it's like a heavy handgun, really. Wow! So that thing can like just literally, you know, shoot shoot the shoot the ceiling sort of thing if you if you're not paying attention. But uh, that oh, was so you- really fun. So with that, you're kind of grounding that, you know what I mean? You're, yeah, and that's you're why I was doing sure. more, like, in the video, I was doing more burst fires to mm. kind of get used to how 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 it does. Because you almost, you know, whatever you're, it's going to keep going up every time, every other time. Just that, it's just going to keep kicking up. So you have to kind of counter it. Nice. 
Yeah. And how how many uh, did you pay for a certain amount of rounds or whatever, mate? You know. What well, I'm... you can just uh, like so you you might pay a little bit to rent the rifle or gun, and then you just buy the ammunition on top, however many times you want to shoot it. Oh, so yeah, you, yeah, you can just go go unlimited, really, if you've got yeah, yeah. unlimited so you, funds, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can be like, oh, can I just shoot that like five times? It's normally like you buy however much is in a box of ammunition, so. Yeah, on which the is fair. Scale. Yeah, which is normally kind of maybe on some of the smaller boxes might be like around 20 or 30. On some of the bigger ones, it might be like 50. So, And how much does that sort of stuff set you back? Um, so if you're going to be out here, you you know, it's pretty much impossible to have a prohibited license unless you're pretty much a granddad now. Like it's just from in like the 60s and 70s, you kind of get access to that sort of thing. So that some of those people still have it. Otherwise, you got to pay pay to play so i think if you want to if you want to rent like a fully automatic it might be like 50 60 dollars with your ammunition on top otherwise i think it's like 20 dollars a gun that's not too bad at all is it yeah and uh, obviously i went in with charlie charlie didn't want to shoot any of the rifles but she wanted to shoot the pistol so we just went halves on that so you only pay for one rental between two people or you could have a group of like five ah right right yeah yeah and then we just, the ammo on pistols is normally 50 rounds. And that only held like seven in a magazine because it's a small gun. Mm-hmm. So that was really like endless fun and it's quite cheap. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Nice. And then uh, the other gun, the UMP, that's a pistol caliber. So it's like a, it's a machine gun, but it's a yeah, pistol caliber carbine sort of thing. And uh, they're pretty cheap. It's like, I think that was $20 for 50 again, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it would have been, yeah, I would have thought it'd been more expensive. Just. I guess it all depends on uh, what you want to shoot and how much you want to shoot it. Right. Because you, and the good thing is there, you know, you can, I think you can take like three guns in at a time, but you can come out and swap them out as many times as you want. So it just kind of keeps stuck there for everyone to shoot otherwise someone could go in there and rent <laughs> all of them and only shoot them all once do you know what i mean so <laughs> and you can yeah, be tactical and be like all right let's go buy three boxes of nine mil and find three different guns that all shoot nine mil right okay because you could get yeah. a rifle that shoots nine mil or 45 you get a submachine gun that shoots 45 a pistol that shoots 45 Nice, then you're only yeah. buying one ammo, and then everyone yeah. can buy a box for the same price. But it's mm. always good, like if you're there, like whoever can, like we went before, and everything we did, we all split between us. So like, we all had a good shoot on everything. Nice, and we all put in for it. So yeah, if you if you wanted to have a good fun day, probably like hundred two hundred dollars between however many people are going. Yeah, so yeah, like you're saying, if you had a group of five mates or whatever. Yeah, English pound, 60 pound to 120 pound, you have a fucking good time. Yeah, and that's... If you got a couple of you. Yeah, that's nothing really, is it? You know, to feel some power. Yeah, and it's something like, (laughs) you you don't get to do that stuff every day, right? So... No, especially over here. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, great fun. And uh, kind of already ticking the boxes towards my... uh, the, The... my golden gun tick off collection. Goldeneye game, PPK, ticked off. Nice. 
So happy about that, that is, mate. But that is so that that's the gun that you would like to own, mate. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I, my mission is to either shoot, own, or like, if none of those are possible, replicate. Like maybe get a replica for the wall or something. But to yeah. get as many of those big hitting uh, golden eye guns. Nice. And uh, I'm pretty sure I can shoot a CZ Scorpion, which was the club. Just like the little, yeah, like a little <laughs> tiny machine gun that has like a fold out rail. Like they're great guns. Um, I think I might be able to shoot one. If not, I know I can buy like replicas, so that'd be quite cool. And uh, like an AK-47 style rifle, hoping to be able to just shoot one at a shooting range. But I can own something that is like average citizen wouldn't know any difference of it. It's just not fully automatic. Mm. We can get those, but we just can't get like a branded real AK. It's like a different brand in Canada, They're like a Narenko or something. That's a cool. That's a cool little kind of bucket list to kind yeah, of yeah, right. Like it's well, mate, you know, a game a lot of people of our era grew up playing. It was one of my first gun games. James Bond got me into guns, and like growing up, that was the thing. And like now we're older, it's nice to kind of fulfill your your childhood. Mm enjoyments but on like an adult scale so yeah a while ago i was kind of like i'd be really fucking impressed if i could do that and then like going for all these things the guns that you can buy like i, I can buy the p ps90 the little like weird shaped space gun i can buy that i can actually <laughs> shoot that and own it and stuff like that so i think nice. i'd just be like and especially being english as well like obviously i've got again got to get the english james bond guns in there exactly mate exactly well it's it's like I'm kind of trying to do the same thing with uh, Street Fighter. So trying to go to the countries that all the fighters are from. Yeah. And if possible, go to the actual stages as well. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, which is hard, but it's it's doable. So I've got, you know, I've done a few. I've done like, I've been to M. Bison's, I've done Sagat's, you know, I've done uh, Ryu stage as well. Uh, That's cool. Because they're, they're kind of real, they're pretty much real places. But yeah, yeah. Some of the other places, you know, like... Uh, Ken's, for example, is I'd have to go to Seattle. I think it, I think it's Seattle, Washington. Yeah, uh, but on right on the coast. Uh, but I, yeah, I'd have to go find a boat or something that looks like it, and then do a you know a shore you can in front of it. You know, some, yeah, some, yeah. something like that. You know, that's cool. And, but it, I, I feel you. You know what I mean? It's one we of those all got things. these little things that just be like that would be really nice to just mm. kind of you know. Well, yep, been there, been there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember being at the um, the. The uh, kind of the what was it like the recl- the reclining Buddha, uh, which is Sagat stage, and doing right doing a tiger uppercut, like when yeah. all these other people are kind of <laughs> looking at me, going like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" It's like, well, I need to. If do you a- know, you understand yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, I need to do a tiger uppercut here. Like this is this is for <laughs> <laughs> this is paying more respect to this to this monument than any of you lot. You know, so it's, it's almost on this on it's almost on the similar level of like visiting a famous skate spot that you know you're not going to skate but you gotta go check it out just to be like wow or is is it what it looks like how how does it look you know yeah yeah exactly mate. it's kind of just uh, that note to like respect and just pay some homage to whatever it is really i guess yeah yeah and yeah and i suppose there's loads i'm sure there's i mean we yeah the skate spot thing is the is the one for us you know when you see see something in the flesh it's always bigger it's always more intimidating you know yep. and then, then you have more respect for the pros that are thrown down there 
Yeah. You know, there's this one spot. I'm trying to think what video it is. We might have spoken about it before, but it's um, but not too far away from the the, the Hollywood's uh, Walk of Fame and all that sort of shit. It's not yeah. too far away from there. It's uh, close to LA Inc. I think it might have been in T-Funk's most recent part. I think it might be right. at the start where he was kind of gapping over to this really slick black ledge. But it's, yeah. it's high. Seeing that in the flesh, mate, and then seeing someone skate it, like you look at it and go, like, that's definitely been hit up. You know, someone's done. But yeah, you, you know, when something's that icy, that if you start playing around with it at that height, when it's, you know, it's a good five foot and it's, it's icy, you, you need to even try to 50 gap out to 50 50 is a dangerous game on it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's, and, it, but it gives you so much more respect. For the people that even touched it, dared touch it, because you yeah. know how dangerous it is. So it's uh, it's always good. It's always good seeing spots in the flesh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one uh, one thing I've never uh, guess I I've never really done it um, on purpose or anything, but I quite like sometimes on. Uh, I think I get them pop up on like Facebook. Maybe they probably pop up on anywhere, but it'll be like someone holding up a picture of like a film or something. <laughs> in front of the actual place kind of lining it up and uh some of those sort of things are really cool as well you know special films or certain places that really hit the hit the noggin you know i think there was one uh there's one at the calgary airport someone's taken of where of uh cool runnings when they all land and i think they're all they're all in the puffer jackets and that you know straight from jamaica they're, nice. they're all freezing and uh maybe there's another one but there's there's ones like that you know they could be fucking anywhere in the world or just anywhere, New York, London, wherever. But some of those things, you know, they're really cool and people tie them in. Yeah, th- those those shots where people are absolutely, you know, lining them up to perfection is yeah. crazy how they do that. But it shows their fans as well, you know what I mean? You wouldn't just do that just yeah. for the crack, mate. You know, you're doing it because you're almost... to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, like you're saying, you're, you're kind of paying homage to that that place you're going like I, I know this i'm a nerd about this sort of stuff this is my yeah this is my this is my game so i want to just i want to do something interesting here yeah definitely well as we spoke about street fighter mate we could just move segue into that i don't know if you heard but there's a street fighter film in the works i've seen uh, a, a couple of like maybe like some mil- memes about it and uh some uh people just posted and was there like a picture put out for it or something? Uh, they yeah, so the, it was just a post. I think it was just a post from uh, Street Fighter and maybe like the production companies or whatever. The the whole AI thing of creating the the eighties kind of characters. Have you seen those ones where they've kind of like? I'm not too sure if I have. So like right, kind so of like AI the Street they, Fighter characters. Yeah, they've AI'd like Guile. They've AI like they've AI'd everyone. Yeah, but an '80s sort of style, and it looks so good. You know nice. what I mean? It looks so. Is it just kind of like a better pixel, like a HD version almost? Of the H- same. Yeah, HD version, but like, re- like just really well done. Nice. Like they've added little things to it, but it it works because obviously it does because AI, you know, it gets it. Yeah. Um. So I think everyone's kind of seen these things. They, they they've been every, if you if you're into Street Fighter, you'd have seen them. You know what I mean? But it's. Oh, it's just so it's 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 getting everyone excited about the film, but I just the problem it, with it now is that we've seen these eighties kind of things that we would like to see in a film, you know, like yep. a classic bullshit eighties um, kind of action film, yep. which they tried to do in the original Street Fighter and failed, you know, with John Claude Van Damme, you know, it didn't really work. 
but I don't know where they're going to go with it. Do you know what I mean? We're kind of getting excited, but are we going to be royally disappointed in what actually happens? Is it going to be a bit too new, a bit too slick? Yeah. You know, is it going to be kind of like what they're doing with Street Fighter Six? Everyone's a little bit kind of like, mm, you're kind of losing us with it. We need to be, Street Fighter needs to be Street Sticking Fighter. Sticking with it, yeah. Yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be a shit eighties film. You know, you can do yep. it in a in the right way, but it has to have that Karate Kid vibe. You know, it has to have yeah. something like that just to kind of, I don't know, just to have the substance to it. Because otherwise, you're just kind of using the the name as a as a well known name. name, and that's about it. And it, I I think that's probably what's what's going to happen, really. But we'll see. as like a you know, just more of a play street fighter anytime i can but i don't own it sort of thing you know just kind of enjoy it uh is there kind of like a general storyline for it already like is it uh a remake of you know a read a redo of the storyline i haven't ever watched a a street fighter film has there been many films or just a one so you've got a cartoon yeah so so you've got the the one was Jean-Claude Van Damme in it and yep. the old boy who played Gomez in The Addams Family as M. Bison. That's like a really cheesy... And Kylie Minogue as Cammy, you know. Right. And it's not a it's not a good film, you know. Yeah. It's, it's really not a good film in any... Any way which... You know, any any way, mate, it is not good. It's not it's, even... It's, it's got to be really hard to fucking replicate. Yeah. As a human... You know, not not as an animated... Yeah, ex- exactly. So, so they've done Street Fighter, uh, the animated movie, which is one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? It is so. Do you know rough, roughly when that came out? Uh, I'd say that's probably. I'll, gra- I'll grab the box, mate. It's it's, yeah. it's right and here. The nice you know what I mean? mate, it's right, right here. Here it is, mate. Here nice. It is. So this is the special collector's edition, obviously. Of course. Um, I think it must have been like an early, early nineties or something like that. Maybe ninety two or something. I'm, I'm thinking. Should probably double check, but it's, but it's just, it's so well done. It's classic kind of yeah. manga art. It just it fits the bill. They look like they, they do in, the in the game, but just a little bit slicker. Yeah, but still keeping its integrity. You know, it's not yeah. being too shiny. I just, I don't think they can ever top trump that. You know what I mean? It's going to be really yeah. hard. I mean, yeah, if they did a new animation, a new an- animated one, had the right vibe to it, I think they could get away with it. But I think it's going to be a live action. Okay. So. Who knows? That that in itself is dangerous, you know. I always think you got to go, you know, get Arnie as Zangief. Go, go that road rather than trying to. Yeah. Be edgy and be cool. Just be really obvious about it, and just cast the right people as the. It's going to be. It's going to. I mean, I'm the. I'm going to be the worst critic ever for it. You know. Well, yeah. You know, you want it to be. You want it to be good and enjoy it. Let's have a little look. But yeah, you should definitely check out the uh, the anime if you haven't seen that, mate. It's a. It's really well done. Yeah. If I really. Catch it. Really basic storyline. M. Bison's a motherfucker. Uh. And he's trying to basically harness Ryu and Ken's powers. Nice. Ninety four. Nice. Ninety four was it when it first came out? But yeah, good time. Yeah, they, they've released a few different bits and pieces. They've done like a Chun Li fucking live action before. They've done loads of random shit, but none of them have 
Done touchy it, sides. Yeah. yeah, like this is the only, like that is literally the only one that's worth watching. The rest are just, you take it or leave it, you know? Yeah. That's it. So it's got to be sometimes. But yeah, that'll be a, that'll be interesting to see how it comes. Have they said it's going to come out this year or? Uh, let's have a little look. Is it just so they've, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's definitely live action. They've they've released um, so legendary, and you might have seen that logo of the production company if, if it wants to sort itself out. So yeah. they, they've they've done a lot. I think they might have done like a some Batman films or what. You know, they've done lo- loads of big films. So it's a good production company to have. Does, it still doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Who's writing it? Yeah. What is the story? Who's, you know, what are they, is it going to be following? What they look like? Yeah, what <laughs> they look like. Are they going to be, are they going to be following Ryu? Are they going to be, is it going to be more Guile, Chun-Li? Like, what are they? Yeah, what take are they What are they bringing in? And, and the problem is with doing like the, I suppose they're going to have to, but the origin story of it is normally best portrayed in, in flashbacks rather right, than going yeah. back and doing it like it's, it's it's a little bit kind of boring watching ryo and ken train all the way through do you know what i mean it's, it yeah, just doesn't yeah. it's a lot you, you <clears throat> want to get yeah you want to kind of have a little flashback to that but you want them to be fighting them bison straight away surely there's no, yeah. you don't be waiting for that unless they're going to try and make you know do an avengers out of it and make Seven. 10 films or whatever but hopefully they don't yeah it'd be interesting to uh see how they do those sort of flashbacks if they kind of like speed you through up to a decent point in time. Which I think is always, I always prefer that. I'd rather, you know, you kind of uh, just, just off the top of my head, you want to be in the ring. You want to be seeing Ken fighting someone in a legit tournament or something. Yeah. You know, or literally you got people in the streets fighting, you know, straight away you're in. You just want to, rather than having to get to that point, I just think it's a bit yeah. like, all right, we've, it's like any, it's like watching Spider-Man and they do like the, how we get, got the powers every single time. I know we haven't seen it, you know, Street Fighter that many times, but surely the reason why people like Street Fighter is because of the fucking fighting. They don't want to yeah, right? they dwell see too the much action. on a couple of kids doing a bit of karate and outside of an old shitty dojo in Japan. You know, I just think. You want to be dropped. I think you want to be dropped into the the good yeah. shit straight away. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's always more fun when it's like that. You know, so, yeah. sometimes you. I was going to say, well, you you know, some films that they start in with like a decent bit of action, and then they kind of t- show you how it gets to there, and then carry on, carry on so, the film. But sometimes it's too much. So the animated film starts in a, such a good way, mate. Drops in, and it's the original fight between Ryo and Sagat. So that's the final boss in Street Fighter 1. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that's kind of like the old school before M. Bison came in is Sagat and Ryu. And the scar on Sagat's chest is from Ryu doing the Shoryuken to him. So they even do, so they do that in this opening scene. Nice. And it's them kind of running towards each other in a, in a field at night with lightning and shit like that. Like they've made it epic. Yeah. And then he hits the Shoryuken and this anime blood splatters everywhere. And then he, Hits a Hadouken, and as he hits a Hadouken, that's when they put the the title up. Do you know what I mean? They've nice. done it really like it's a classy, it's a really classy start of a yeah start yeah. of a film, and that but at least that's dropping you into the action. You get rewarded with all these you, you know Sagat does is you know a tiger. I don't know if he throws a tiger uppercut, but you know you get you get rewarded early 
with the shit you actually wanted to see in the first place. You're just drawn in straight away. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to watch this space and we'll, every time we get an update, maybe we'll have a little chat about it and see uh, see what the landscape's saying. But it's that apprehension that I've got about it that I just yeah. feel. I think I've also got like this vibe that I've kind of been lone gunning Street Fighter for a long time, you know, as a hardcore Street Fighter fan, yep. you know. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of Street Fighter fans out there that have kind of been keeping shit going. But now we're going to have to share our thing with everyone. Yeah. And I've already been through that with like fucking Wolverine and the X-Men and all that sort of stuff. And it didn't didn't go particularly well. And it's another what like something really close to my heart, like literally my fa- favorite game. You're going to have to share with everyone. And everyone. Oh, yeah. I can't, yeah. Yeah. I suppose Ryu is my favorite character, too. Or, yeah, you know, it's. It's going to be oh, a hard... Yeah, yeah. You've, have you seen that new <laughs> film? Yeah, I, I love it. I it's love Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I'm the biggest Street Fighter fan ever. What do you mean there's a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's definitely, uh, even with like, I, I haven't seen any of the, the the new, new Sonic films. But it's kind of like, I don't want to. I don't want to remember it any other way. And I'm guessing it's kind of, you know, when you have so much, when you hold something dear to you, Someone could tarnish it real quick, or it could just be shit. But everyone else not know anything of of the past and be like, "That was the best film ever." You but like, no. I remember watching the first Wolverine Origins uh, film, like the first. I think it's X Men Origins Wolverine or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. And went there and watched it with my, uh, with my brother, who doesn't he doesn't read comics, isn't into it at all. He knows who Wolverine is, but he doesn't. You know, yeah, he's not into it. Into so he it. just watched an action adventure film and thought, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I walked out there going like, I thought it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> what have they done? What have they done to my to my hero? And yeah, he, and he, ruined it. And, and he was like, yeah, I thought it was really good. <laughs> and as an you know, as an action film, it probably was really good, but because of the, you want them to do it justice, you know. And that always bringing back the James Bond. Daniel Craig. I am not a Daniel Craig fan. Am I saying he's a bad actor? Probably. But generally, to me, he's just not James Bond. He's not... He didn't need to be young. But they could have just kept Pierce Brosnan going. They could have just put a bit yeah. more bit, bit more die in him. Or, or give if they're going to give it to a different role, fuck it. Like, you know, I know that um, they were going to have like Idris Elba potentially going for it. I'd have rather seen him totally throw it completely different... That you know, even just having a James, a blonde James Bond to me is just like, you know, it's, it, Roger Moore was like just kind of that brownish yeah. enough to pull it off. Otherwise, you know, it, it. I have only watched one or two of the films, and I can remember them being all right. But to me, it could have just been any other action film. Yeah, that, for me I, personally, you know, I think I think a, a lot of James Bond fans are going to be the same. Yeah, I think they're good action films and there's they've got a lot more grit to them now but yeah i thought james bond was supposed to be a slick motherfucker yeah i thought he, he was you know yeah he could handle himself but he didn't have to handle himself too much because he wouldn't put himself in a fucking situation where he'd have to he'd he'd already he's a spy and he? he can slip, yeah he can slip dip and slide mate he can do it everywhere yeah he just gets in everywhere he schmoozes his way you know all that. Yep. and i know daniel craig does a little bit of that as well but it's almost too gritty yeah, exactly. You know, James Bond when he's all when he's all shaved up and everything like he's normally is, supposed to be super clean. You know, he could be a business, just a straight businessman. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he'll have a bit of dirt on his face after an explosion, but he ain't he ain't dirty the whole time, is he? You know, he's and if he is, mate, he's he's going in 
to a little hideaway and put, putting on that brand new suit. Mm, combing his hair and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It needs to be like, yeah, the, the whole Idris Elba thing, I think he probably could have uh, moved it into a, a, a... To be fair, though, I think he, he would have been closer to a classic James Bond than yeah, Daniel like Gray. Yeah, a proper well-spoken... He's, he's a well-spoken old boy. nicely in a suit. Yeah. Daniel Please. Craig does have that bit more just general grittiness to him. Mm. Which, you know, he does a good job, but it's yeah. just not... It, he, he, I don't even know why. I've always thought about this. Why they haven't, like, tried to expand, like, the, the James Bond deal and, like, gone for a 006 agent. You know, like, here's a side, oh, mate, side mission. You know, like, if they... if they Like, like we're, we're you know, we're doing a lot uh, these days of putting... Recut, you know, doing the whole women's version of a film. You know, yep. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's fucking god awful, like Ghostbusters. I do a money penny one. Well, yeah, exactly. Or you, you do a. There's another double O agent or whatever, and it's it's just a it's just another double O agent. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be. Uh, I think in one of the new James Bonds, there is another double O seven. He kind of leaves or whatever, lives in Jamaica or something, and then someone else is being given his number. Right. Like the, Something, if I yeah. don't quote me on that, but I th- I'm sure there's uh, there's a, and I could, wouldn't be able to tell you which one it is, you know, but I'm sure he's he's been knocking away on a on an island and they need him back. Yeah, nice to, to sort some shit out. But then some woman's got his the 007. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I would have the- I would have liked the uh, opposite end as well and seen a bit more like. Maybe like seventy percent of the film directed around the bad guy, and like seeing how they're getting away with stuff, or how they, how they're getting away from Bond for a while, and then, you know, literally maybe, you know, they they let's say they bring out Die Another Day, and they bring out Die, not Die Another Day Part Two, but almost, and it's pretty much the same characters or whatever. That would be really cool, but a bit of time's passed since some of those, but. You, Something like those, I like. You know, they could they could switch up with so many different, mm. different characters. If you could cast anyone, mate, who 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 would you like? There's any kind of current actor, or even even an old school actor, you know, whatever. There used Is to it... be this old boy in EastEnders about like ten or twelve years ago, and he was young and he had like short black hair, and he was like a little bit of a bad boy, but like. Good intentions, you know what I'm saying. Um, let me just do one search. And you think he would have been? He, he would I, have you know, he had slick enough, but he had a bit of nous about him. That sort of yeah, vibe. yeah. Eastenders. I'm going to type Eastenders James Bond. And just Eastend- see Eastenders and give me um, all the Mayo actors. <laughs> Danny Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd be one way of killing 007. What about uh, Tom Hardy? He he could be a good he could be a good band. Because I don't know if you've seen uh, Legend, where it's the I've seen Legend, the story of the craze. Yep. Uh, Whichever one isn't, I can't remember which cray it is, (laughs) but the more not the one with the glasses. He's almost you know he could. He's, Ronnie, yeah, the the not crazy one. Or yeah, the, the not, yeah, yeah, he's slick enough. You know what I mean? He looks yeah, the definitely. part. Good looking old boy. Got a bit of nous about him. Yep, he could be a good Bond. I don't, really would, good bond. I don't think he would do it, though. Yeah, I don't think he'd be, scene. I think he likes to play a bit more, but the uh, 
the villains. Yeah. Which he does it, good at. Yeah, he's good at the villains, yeah. It's, it's a tough so, one, it's a tough it one. It is hard, isn't it? Because when you cast a Bond, I suppose you are cast, you've got to cast him for at least at least three films, right? You can't just be saying one's, it's a one-hit wonder. You have to kind of like say, could this person keep a franchise going for yeah. X amount of years? And, you know, to be fair to Daniel Craig, he has... He's he's done a decent he's, job, he's hasn't kept, he? You know, they've you know it's been it's kept going. It's almost you know it's the same thing as almost like someone playing Doctor Who or like you know when a film is based almost solely around one person only, your Wolverine, whatever. It it's so hard to you got to please you got to get someone who really fits the bill aesthetically and just like yeah, just vibes and just the way that person is yeah well if any listeners out there you got any ideas for the next james bond write in we could even do a james bond all stars you know here's a <laughs> quick again. one as well just on the oh, while we're on the james bond i didn't one of my friends i was also a james bond fan was talking about james he said he he had nintendo 64 he had tomorrow never dies as a game yeah i never played that did you play that no no, I didn't play that. No, but that was yeah, that was the next game, wasn't it? That was. That must, uh, I wonder if that was just as good. Like obviously, it probably didn't have the wow factor of it. But, you know, a game coming out at the sort of same time as the N sixty four and everyone playing it. But I wonder if it was like just as you know the same as different levels and stuff like that. Because it, it, surely it couldn't. Be, it couldn't have been because we'd have, we'd have surely we'd have known about it. Yeah, but like. Hype wasn't the same, do you know what I mean? Obviously, everyone had Goldeneye, and I just did. I didn't personally know anyone with Tomorrow Never Dies, so it wasn't like it, I didn't even know it existed, really, unless I saw it. I guess. Uh, it looks. It looks really similar. So even... I'm sure if it's ju- it would just surely probably be exactly the same everything, but like just different levels and a different, just the same missions from the film, right? Yeah, it's it looks it looks identical. Even it's it's got the same gimmick with the um the classified paperwork and everything as the menu yeah, system. Yeah, I'm sure it's so, got to be follow just like a similar storyline to the film, loose loosely. Yeah, yeah, it looks the graphics look exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, gotta get so. me a Canadian N64, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check it out. Yeah, you need to play this game. It's even got the same health bar, you know, like yeah. do you remember on the on the sides there, yep. like your armor and your just it's got all of that. So I'm maybe gonna to, I'm gonna have to get involved. Maybe uh we just didn't have that the same kind of accessibility to get it, you know. Maybe it just wasn't there for Well us. it's just yeah, and like unless you're like unless your blockbusters was fucking booming back in the day, you're only re- re- you know, I I don't think there was a game store. Not there wasn't any actual games around like game shops. Mm. It was blockbusters and fucking. I didn't even think W H Smith sold into. No, I don't. I can't really think of any other places that did. Maybe like Woolly. I don't know. They probably just yeah, had, yeah, maybe. yeah. I reckon yeah, Woolworths and Argos maybe. Yeah, Argos, and like games were probably far and few in Argos because they you. Know, who knows. And they were expensive, mate. You got to remember they were yeah. like fifty quid back for the then, time. Right? You know, no one really had a, a huge collection. People did. They probably had like more than one or two kids who liked to play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
well, the only reason I've got like a decent collection now is because I've I kind of I held out. You know what I mean? I was I so I kind of everyone else. I no, I don't give a shit about sixty four. I was like, well, I'm I do. So I kind of got everyone's accumulated um, collection. Yeah, nice, nice. Just, because no one, no one else cared for it, and I was still, still trying to play it. Yeah. You know, ten eighty snowboarding when I was thirty. <laughs> so we still have the the family Nintendo sixty four, but it's obviously back in England, so I can't, I ain't got that. But no, they, I've sh- seen them online for about people selling like the whole, the whole kit sort of thing, like all of them. So I just need to get those and like an old TV. Yeah, well, you can get like. Um, converters now where it will go to hdmi oh nice that's awesome so, so it's still like that 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 kind of piece that goes into the back of it yeah you know that, that little i so thought got the, do you so still have, have pap- to plug in those vgas those like free cords so, so you've got the so you've got the the power pack that kind of clunks into the back of it yeah and yeah so the side that you'd you could do the vga you can you could still do that uh but there is a new little box that you could have which goes like would be a H- hdmi Nice. So you could just stick that straight into your your new TV, and it would yeah, just perfect. play through there. Uh, <coughs> I'm sure that's what I've got now. I'm sure I do. But yeah, there's always the, some the, on Facebook Marketplace for yeah, not, exactly. not ridiculous prices. No, they're out there. But yeah, you should definitely uh, definitely try. You should be playing that game, mate. Really, just to see. And if not, you know, I can throw it in the bin and carry on playing Goldeneye. There's nothing wrong with that. But if, yeah. it, if it's good, you know, then just yeah, maybe, another, another, another level. It's weird that so many people love Goldeneye, but you don't hear anyone talking about that Tomorrow game. Tomorrow never dies, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like, obviously, that was one that it came out with, you know, the box, Nintendo, the, the console box came with it with, well yeah you, know, you could choose that option yeah so like so many mil- you know hundreds of thousands of people would have chose that one i think there was the zelda one maybe like a mario one or, I there was know. a mario i think there was a mario one but i don't think the mario one stuck around i think you'd ha- you'd have had to got like an original when yeah. it first came out you'd have had to got there's um, probably they probably made x amount of those and then they <laughs> sw- went to the next game that was out yeah. made x amount yeah, because I definitely got gold no with mine. You know, yeah, that was that's just, one we got. Just how it was, because I think yeah, Zelda might have been an option, and there might have been one other that just wasn't really. If there was like a wrestling game or something, I'd have probably gone for yeah. that. But they, that was never going to happen. You know what I mean? They were never going to do a wrestling game. Yeah, bundle. yeah, no, not at that time anyway. Gonna have to sort that out at some point. Yeah, I think you could figure it out, mate. I'm sure. It's... Of course, it'll be a, it'll be on the on the web somewhere. Tomorrow never dies. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely find it. I mean, you could even do the whole emulator thing as well if you wanted to kind of go. If down I need that road. to, yeah. If I can't find yeah. it, it'll be on one of those where they've got all the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely need Nintendo sixty four, mate. It's been a while. Uh, well, should we have a little talk about uh, a, a recent video that we've been we've just watched on? I think it was on the the Berricks. Yeah, old, why not? Uh, Sa- Mr. Salabanzi is putting yeah. his part out for that shoe company. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I always say it one way in my head, and it changes every uh, every time I say it. Carry more or more. Yeah, I I, I don't even know what I read when I see <laughs> Karuma or something. I think I it changes seen. every time. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that letter was there. Yeah, um, but yeah, seems some, to be some... the popular barracks era shoe. Yeah, the so 
it's a weird. I mean, I haven't. Have you seen one in the flesh? Have I've seen, seen a couple in the flesh. No, you have. Nice. And some sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never seen them on anyone's feet or. Probably a bit know. more easier to easier to get out here in uh, mm. Canada and America. Yeah, they're an interesting. They're. I'm not too sure about the logo. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they've really got like a. It's 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 just not a solid shoe. You know? Yeah, it seems to be a big mix between a Converse, partial Vans, sort of, sort of fairly simple shoe. Not saying I hate them, not saying I like them. I wouldn't buy them or anything, but they're not totally, you know, they're not offensive, but they just haven't got much character yet in any of the ones that are out. Like saying they're pretty similar to like a Converse or like the Polar shoe or the, yeah, they, the AB or whatever it is. I think they need to... Sp- make that logo smaller i know they want the logo bigger so people see it but mate but that logo smaller would be a nice little neat logo yeah when sure. you start making that big it just it doesn't do anything for me like the shapes yeah. the kind of the, the the netting kind of vibe of it, it just doesn't really there's no weight to it do you know what i mean it's a bit kind of yeah airy it's just got no kind of uh real kind of hard character i don't know if you remember i think it was ages ago probably i can't remember how the first few things they did was kind of like stop animation adverts. Maybe it'd be like Cape Flip Back T or like yeah, yeah, some yeah. shoes. Ro- or it whatever. was like a rolling, it yeah. was like a rolling kind of uh, animation. So the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the skate was stacked. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, uh, I think those were cool, just fun to watch. If they just kind of kept on banging out those like for another year, like a year straight, they would have given a lot more background to what they like by whatever animation they're putting, like shaping the country, the company, what yep. they like, the tricks, the style, the vibe they're kind of going for. Give just more. Because otherwise, unless you're probably hanging out at the barracks or with people who are part of that, you, you, we don't really know what it is yet other than a shoe. Yeah, and we haven't seen the Karuma, you know, whatever <laughs> video, you know, like, yeah. you know, we always go back to it, mate, but it was a, videos dear to both our hearts the dc video gave you all the information you'll ever need about that yes. brand it's done you've got it all yep it's like you need those things to really tell you i mean it's, it's, that's what why skate videos exist really you know it is to sell the brand but it's yeah, to tell definitely. you what they are you know what to wear what they represent you know all, all of that sort of deal and i think you're right if they would have carried on with that that animation kind of vibe it would kind of said, yeah, we're a bit lighthearted. We're a bit, you know, we're for all the slightly artistic people, maybe, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you could have almost sculpted the tricks that they're doing in that animation. If they're doing an SSBSTS, we know what kind of deal they're going for. If they're hitting some switch heels or if they're going for, you know, just long, long rails or. Yeah, exactly. Catch my drift, you know, it's. They can, they can portray anything they want to portray pretty much through that. And then just keep it going. Mm. But um, yeah. The Bastion video, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the Bastion video, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna hit, talk about the tune straight away before we get into the tricks. The tune for me was just a little bit too chill, a little bit too laid back for me. I just, I yep. think he deserved, not to say that it didn't work. It did, you know, the, it was a good flow and everything, but it was, a, it was a touch too chill for me. I wanted a little bit more energy. A little bit more excitement, so, yeah. Because, you know, when someone's hitting their the full cab flips, you know, 
let's have some energy we yeah you want to get that. pumped we up that's a special yeah, move we don't yeah exactly you want to hear that tony hawk's ding when he's hitting it you don't i don't need smooth kind of like just chiller music i don't know he's chill and i get it but i wanted energy yeah, a little bit more beat know. with that yeah because the lines that he's hitting mate you know like the opening line in the video he's just it's just perfection you know what i mean he's so so accurate on his feet uh, but you just need, I just think, just pump him up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it goes miles, you know, just setting that extra tone. Obviously it's like, you know, real OG vibes. You know, you we obviously have been lucky enough to see bits of Sebastian in recent, recent times, but uh, yeah, you know, it's exciting to see any uh, older pro footage and especially someone who has kept so well, you know, uh, Obviously, you can see when uh, skaters age and how just just how it goes, but uh, how well he's aged, how fine tuned he he must be. You know, there are some people who do not peak until they're in their late thirties and forties, and then keep going and just let you know, keeping these little technical maneuvers. You know, still maybe not being at their their best, but doing stuff still that is extremely impressive extremely impressive and accuracy you know oh I mean? my god he doesn't put anything out if it's not his trick selection he just every spot he hit the right trick you know there's this one there's this one kind of flat bank that he hits and he hit, puts a tray on it but he kind of carves round to it and hits yep. the tray on it and it's like <laughs> the skill involved in in moving so carving right but still traying from the car, you know what I mean? And yeah. Not, it's, that's a really, that's hard, mate. That's super hard. It's yeah, hard no time head. to straighten out, lean in, not where you would lean for a tray flip. It's, it's, yeah, so you almost can't lean where he would want to lean going up a flat bank. He has to kind of keep himself regulated back a little bit. Yeah. In order to, to for the, the board to kind of catch up with him or hit, you know, or vice versa to then throw it. I just, there's loads of little bits like that, but I'm, I'll just kind of break down his first line, mate. It's the kickflip uh, uh, 5-0, slipped out back 180, mate. And it is yeah. just like, what a move. How to make a the, you know a really cool trick, you know, flip flip back 5-0 is a nice trick anyway. Yep. But to make it a sexy trick, mate, is by oh, slipping, slipping that back around on a back 180 is just... just yeah, just sliding uh, out there. So good. And then what does he bless us with? Fakey tray. Yep. Beautifully done. And then hits, a, you know, the half cab flip, no slide, yep. you know, all the way around. And again, lovely flowing trick. Oh, really, really lovely little trick that, that any kind of, uh, you know, any sort of kick or any sort of flipper of any description appreciates that trick, mate. It's a good, yeah. it's a good feeling trick. They fling round, they flip well. And if you can nestle that into a no slide as well. Oh, then Lovely. <laughs> You're you're a winner. Then uh, was you bang out the old uh, the no, the nolly Rick flip, if you will. Yeah. And then hits a, then hits the special move as well with the uh, the full cab flip. And then he's in. You know, flowing. That's a that's a line, mate. You know what I mean? That's oh, that's how that's God. how to that's how to get my attention. Yep. Starting. Nice little lines. Great styles. Yeah. Then. Boosts down a few stairs, hits a beefy kickflip, 
blesses us early with the SSBSTS. Which is what we want to see. And a beautiful switch heel, which again is one of his trademarks. You know, yeah. he's I would, just, just I, that style of you know still still has it. His his switch heel did look better in some beefy shoes back in the day. I will say that it's yep. a different trick. You know, even even if you do do them, mate. I mean, I know you generally skate the the bigger shoe, and and I've and I've skated some like slimmer, like Adidas kind of. Uh, specials and shit like that yeah now your, your switch heel might be more accurate but it doesn't have the same vibe in a in a more kind of refined slimmer shoe it's a really got, yeah, different definitely. it's a different you, your switch flip might be a bit better you know but a bit perkier a little bit quicker but i think when you're wearing those really kind of slim shoes your switch heel doesn't feel it doesn't it doesn't look the same it doesn't feel the same you know so diff- yeah it doesn't roll off trick. the ankle High heat, high foot area the same. It just doesn't spin the same, and it doesn't mean it's bad. Like you know, but it you can't really replicate that. It's very hard. You can't. It's almost like um, it's it's almost too accurate. Whereas when you're wearing a bigger shoe, you're kind of you're hitting a panel on panel. You know, you're hitting a like a decent area to make it do its thing. Whereas when you're wearing a really kind of you know um, tight shoe. It's all about accuracy. You're yeah, almost you're like nestled, way more. You're nestled in, and you have to be precise because you That's can't it. just flap it because you'll miss it, and then probably credit card yourself doing a switch heel. Yeah, and you, <laughs> it's all almost with the flat shoes. You're either getting a rocket switch heel, or you're getting a nice flat, like classic switch heel. Maybe a little rise at the end or whatever. With with your more technical shoe, you can get all types of tweaks much easier because of those angles. It's going all directions. Mm. You've got like pretty much like a brick on your foot for a heel flip. Yeah. It's going up or it's going flat pretty much, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's going to get that classic, like flat heel flip. But, but when you're wearing a big shoe mate and it does come up, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like, because it's really, yeah, yeah, the catch and the stomp is just ten times better. You know, stomping on some, you know, some wearing some DC Lynxes or something. You know, it's different game. It's a yeah. different game. I mean, even some like yeah, some classic Adios or something like that. Just the same, same thing. Or yeah, well, they, they were big, Exiles. mate. You know, you the 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 Kenny Anderson, mate. The, the, the Kenny Anderson V two, mate, <laughs> which I had, I've had a, a, fa- a fair few pairs of. Um, they're a beefy shoe. Yeah, they they were. A good they're shoe. really, really beefy shoe. Like they were bigger than the um, the Bam the Bam V twos, yep. and they were a really good shoe. They were a good uh, shoe too. <laughs> I was a big fan of the um, Jeremy Rays. Oh yeah, us, classic. They were a clean beautiful shoe. clean shoe. I had a, plenty of pairs of those as nice. well. That, that's probably what probably one of my favourite shoes I've ever kind of. They 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 were big. You know yeah. they were really, <laughs> really beefy. You know you, you couldn't you couldn't be wearing shorts in in those. Uh, I mean I know Jeremy Ray could, but they were there were some big, <laughs> big old bricks on your feet. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and then he proceeds to kind of just hit like singles. You know, hits like a front crook, does a nice little uh, nice, yep. Five o uh, switch crook down a down a hubber. Yeah, that five o switch crook is nice. Looks like a cool hubber as well. Yeah, and it's nice to see. You know, the they let the camera roll there. 
seeing him smile afterwards. You know, so yeah, keep it because he is a likable character. Salavant has always been; he's always had good energy about him. So it's nice to see that as well. Yeah, and it's kind of that weird thing still, where it's like we all, a lot, everyone who knows knows him knows. I know it's not about him being as good as he used to, but like he's still out there killing it. He's still out there getting different tricks that is progression in a different way. And he's having fucking fun. Like it really mm-hmm. resonates like all of that. Cause you, you almost be like, ah, you know, you get to remember like the old Salabanzi and like the, the shit he has done and been capable of, but like still having those special maneuvers mate on, on lock for decades. That is impressive as fuck. And like people now doing full cab flips is impressive. Like regardless of where it is, what it's on, how 270 revert it is, you know, <laughs> it is an impressive trick. You know what I'm saying? And then like seeing someone like that, bang them out, you know, after achieving a whole life of pro skateboarding. It's fucking yeah. cool shit. No, it's really cool. And like you're saying about, you know, He's still progressing. He's still hitting fresh shit yeah. out in the streets. The next clip of uh, a, a minute ten, mate, is the kickflip nose manny, right down, down on this manny pad. Yeah, and you know, like I don't know why you know, but I, <laughs> but you know that he's gonna bless you with something. You know, I wasn't, uh, I, yeah. you know, and kind of, and only a master of steez like him or Costum would think about throwing out the the backside kind of reaver out of it, yeah. which was the classiest, the classiest move you could have done on that, you know, and it's, and it's even just watching about there, mate. So we kind of, it's almost like on, on a flat bank. So he lands it on a flat bank, yep. goes know, down, it flattens, it flattens out at the bottom, yep. which is cr- crazy. You know, I'm no manual aficionado, but you are. How hard is that to be able to go from, from going on, on you know, an and especially hit flat. with something you're getting speed, you're actually gaining quite a bit of speed down as well. It's, it's that's not easy. And knowing the ledges coming up as well, yeah, you know, because that's always that's always a head fuck suspension. there, mate. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you don't, make, you know, if you're not perfectly yeah, you're kind of balanced, yeah, 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 you're you're yeah, you're being sent down into the into the pit. But it was such a, I just really, really love that kind of, uh, that, that whip around on that backside, uh, backside 180 out of it, mate. It was just such a, yeah. Cause he could, he could have done a lot of shit on there. You know what oh, I mean? He easy. could have probably, he could, he could have probably thrown the whole nolly heel out or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. It had just is... overdone it though. Yeah. You gotta be, just... like you said, you gotta, you gotta know what to put. One of my, uh, favorite tricks in there, the, uh. Switch front shove over the rail. It's like a four wow. or five rail and uh, goes right over it. And, you know, you it, you wouldn't even know that a switch if you didn't know him. It is a fucking huge core. Yeah, they, like, yeah, fuck. They give us a slow-mo on that, do they? I'm sure they give us a little slow-mo on yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or um, you're a double angle or something. Yeah, maybe it is a bit of slow-mo. Got to be in the I'm last just, like minute, last minutes, thirty seconds, I think. Yeah, I'm just going for a few of his lines, and he's just like I just think I'm, I'm watching it here without any sound, mate. And I just, I just think it, the tune just should have had a bit more about it because the yeah. edit's there. It's got the same kind of rhythm as his old flip 
videos. Yep. But it was just a little bit too clean, a little bit too, little bit too kind of uh, just easy going. And I just think he should have should have put some energy into it. Yeah, exactly. No, I definitely agree with you there. Would have uh, given it just a bit more oomph. Yeah, I'm just getting the uh, the front shove lined up here now, mate. Yeah, so you see him kind of take off as well. You know what I mean? He throws the board down. Yeah. Boost right over it. And then, yeah, they do bless us with a slow-mo. And that catch at two minutes and 21 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh, mate, <laughs> it's, uh, ridiculous. He's he's well above it. They could have just yeah. filmed that on flat. Like, that was a huge, huge switch front shove. And and that trick as well, mate, to get it like to make a lot of people can do a switch front shove, right? You know, yeah. a lot of people can throw them down, but it's always the it's always the way, right? If you want to land one, whack it behind you and jump backwards, mate, and you're gonna yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. To make it <laughs> to make it actually look good is a different story. Mate, you know? like and, it's ridiculous, yeah. You know, that I have is just, got I would say I've got a pretty good front shove. I really enjoy front shoves. One of one of my favourite tricks. I can front shove over stuff, up stuff, whatever. Sometimes I can get some. Sometimes I can have some good days where, like, maybe my board's just on that perfect crispiness where I'm getting some. They're coming up pretty much waist high. You know, they're coming up real high. And when I saw that one, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> that was like, you know, five inches above one of my proudest ones I could ever do. <laughs> And that switch over a rail, you know, not on flat. There's no safety. <laughs> that is like, you know, a, yeah, a huge, you know, a two, two and a half foot high front shove. Yeah, but you know, it's it's it's, it's probably the same for me when I see someone like a Corey Duffel throw a, a pop shove. You know, st- stand a pop shove rather than the front yeah, shove. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just when you when you when you yeah. Because you know, I know I can hit, hit some meaty ones, and I can get some super tweaked ones, big ones. And switch as well, you know, I can throw some nice switch ones. But yeah. when you see someone do it in a different caliber, it's like, wow. Like, yeah. I'm never going to get there. Never. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hard I pop, how hard I try, even on my best day. Like, that one is just untouchable. Oh, man, yeah. When you were... Uh, I can't remember what I was watching. It was some sort of skate interview the other day, but it was kind of like the difference when you see a good park skater and or, and the diff, you know the difference when you see a real pro skater and the common thing was like the height of the tricks they're popping like on on flat just like any any trick they're doing you know obviously they've just had that that many more thousand hours into trying that trick and perfecting it and knowing where the money spot is and where they're going to get that extra bit of you know, everyone's got their favorite tricks, and the more you skate, the more favorite. You know, you don't necessarily get more favorites, but your specials grow around around your special trick. You know, all the ones that are similar, and uh, then you can start to mow them and really play with them. And when you see a pro who's got you know the time and the practice and that nous and just manipulation is just nuts. You know, nuts. Yeah, so like you said, the the, the height the height of the tricks are always just because I think the reason why they're they're boosting them bigger than most people isn't necessarily because they they kind of wanted to always but they're probably uh, reviewing footage a lot more than everyone else's oh yeah so they'll look at their footage they'll watch it watch a backside flip down a down a little gap or something and they'll look and go like well i've just swung that around i haven't 
there's no meat to that at all. So it doesn't look very good. It just, yeah, yeah, it span around and I landed on it. But you know, as well as I do, mate, with a backside flip, if you're not sending that high, that's got to come up. You can't just throw a little mini backside flip. You know, if if you're gapping down something, it has to, it has to, that that backside catch has to be there. Otherwise, what's the point? There was no point of doing it. Yeah, you might as well have done like a pressure backside flip or something. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you may as well have done a... I mean, I suppose you'd get away with it more like on a uh, a big flip. You could yep. you could swing it a little bit. You'd still want a bit of meat on it. You know, I'd prefer to see a yeah. bit of meat on it, but you'd well, yeah, get away it, it with... Yeah, it doesn't... If it was on anything big, it'd look strange. You'd have a weird <laughs> bit of airtime. It's like one of those things like... Yeah, in the early 90s, all these tricks were inch high. You know, I think there was a, a nine club, I think they was talking about, all the Clipper stuff, or maybe even Love Park, but they would go in on to, like, I can't remember who it was, but like, oh, yeah, that's the first time someone, uh, I think it might have even been, like, no, I don't know, someone tray flipped, like, a, tri- a double set or a triple set. And it literally was like a fallen double varial flip. Like they varial flipped and it fell down round into a tray. But no one had done something like that. And like if that was done now, like, like, you know, probably not a good skater. And that's his like best thing he's ever done. Maybe like Mm. looks on the scale of that. But that's just how it was. Like there wasn't people puffing. These tricks were so new. It was just how do we do these tricks? And as soon as you've done it, you've done it next trick. Or take that trick to somewhere bigger. You didn't need to do anything else to it. And then eventually people started doing their tricks up stuff and popping it. And then it kind of like, oh, that's how you do that trick. When something's popped, it's normally a bit slower. Or it might be quicker. You can see that like when you're reviewing footage. And that trick just progressively grows. Like now, if you're learning skating, you learn fucking tray flips. You don't need to learn. You know, people just, everyone knows how to tray. There's videos of people telling you how to tray. There's slow-mos. You know, you can see where people are putting their feet. Like it wasn't like that fucking fifteen years, twenty years ago. It's crazy, right? It's like I, I remember. You know, I still remember the day that, like, maybe it wasn't my first kickflip, but it was the day that I kind of got a few of them or whatever. And the foot positioning and and all that, and and the hours of torment going through it, uh, you know, just dangling off the side of the board, mate. Yeah. Really tentatively, with no. And it's like now, it's like no, you want to be. You know, if I'm telling someone, it's like, yeah, you might want to hang your foot up a little bit, you know, just just to make it flip around your foot easier. You don't have to do as much. Yeah. But, like, you want to be on that board as sturdily as you can be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, rather than being hanging, really hanging off the edge, like, barely. It's like, like even... It, You've got you're almost, enough balance to be on there anyway. Yeah, you're almost like you're riding switch. That's yeah. how you're kind of learning how to do it. Um, and like, like you said, now there's just video as well. <laughs> Everyone just breaks down absolutely every aspect of it, and you'll probably learn it in an afternoon. Yeah, you know, not to say oh, I didn't learn it in an afternoon, but I had to go through. Well, yeah, you've got to figure it out, that. and it's not easy. I could remember. I think I learned. Yeah, I can remember learning the kickflip, and they were terrible for ages. But you know, I kept practicing because I know I couldn't lose it, sort of thing. And then eventually. Eventually, it changed and got got a little bit better. Yeah, and then got your mine was mine was. I, I'm sure I said this many a times on the on the podcast, but it was on a four one one watching Stefan Janowski do a switch flip in a line. Uh, that was my that yeah. was my kick flip. 
Nice. That was the one that just just watched that over and over, paused it with the fuzzy fucking lines all over yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't even notice Switch. Didn't even notice Switch at the time. Like it just, it was perfection, but it was a, yeah, Janoski Switch flip. That was my kind of, that was my prototype. Nice. And it's not a bad one to have really, because he's probably, probably the, one of the best Switch flippers of all time, if not the greatest. It's got to be in the conversation. Yeah. For ages, literally, I didn't even really have that many skate videos. But uh, two of my friends could spin a kickflip, and one of them could, could make, make, never landed it, but uh, could spin it really good. So yeah. it was just like a mixture of watching them, and pretty much most of the time it was just flicking it to try and get it to like torpedo roll, like kickflip roll, in a in in a vicinity that was somewhere near my feet. Yeah, yeah, just ping it down, yeah. ping it down, and if you can get on on top of it, eventually then... you get one foot on there, and then yeah. Hours and hours of fucking yeah torment until you get it. Yeah, like landing two like two foot together facing forwards, that sort of deal. <laughs> where you've opened your body up after the flip, and then you never land those ones. You always get sent in your ass. Yeah. Oh shit. But good times, you know. Good times. Yeah. Oh, and I'm just just uh, the uh, two minute forty mark, mate. Yep. He does, again, he does the classic uh, half cab flip, no slide, lands in Manny. Yes, yep. And then back 180s out of the Manny as well on the, that wooden kind In of, that little, uh, yeah, gap out of the area. Yeah, I really liked that. I uh, watched that a couple of times. Yeah, it's it's such a, a really nicely put together video part. I, I know I'm kind of slagging off the, the, the tune a little bit, but... Uh, on review, it's still it's it, yeah, it holds it's nice up. Part. Everything holds everything holds up. Yeah, I think you know the tune. A better tune would have only just added to it, really. That and that's what, if anything, could have been added. That's what it would have been, really. But um, yeah, generally, if you're a Bastion fan, it's the one to watch. If you're not a Bastion fan, still you should watch it. It's only a few minutes. This guy's Man, a legend. I don't know how you couldn't be a fan. The yeah, the crescendo of this as well, mate, where he's just absolutely turning it on, hitting like you know, huge frontside flip, uh, hitting a special down into a flat bank, uh, kick flip, uh, back nose grind revert, which is a such a good trick, yep. such a pro trick. You know, the same same as a you know front shove nose grind revert, same yep. same ilk. It's one of those. Oh yeah, we want to see it. Tricks. We want to see it. <laughs> and then he's just you know hitting. Fakey flips to some sort of grind, any which way. You know, he's just yeah. so quick with his uh, with his kick flip, almost doing his special as his ender. Uh, yeah, I love into, his ender into the backside tail slide, mate. You know, and the yep. fact that he's it's pretty much on a little curb kind of ledge sort of thing. Yeah, and they don't they don't even kind of make much of it. It just kind of that's it, finished. But you go back and watch that, and just of course, yeah, the whip around. So good. Who else did one a while in fully fled? Was it Guy or was it um, Lucas Puig? No, he did the back 270 back T. Mm, or yes. back 270 front. Yeah, I'm checking. Yeah, Luke, yeah, Lucas, yeah, I'm sure he hit something. I think Guy yeah, might he, have had something like that as well. Yeah, I think it was... One of them might have did the fakie and one of them might have done it. Uh, switch, like, or backside. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, classic, classic ba- uh, Salabanzi, full cab flip, into the back tee. Yeah. What, you know, <laughs> wherever you are in life, if you're putting one of them down on a curb, you're doing something good. You do, you know what? Yeah. Because you can't you can't do that and not get... You could fuck yourself up on that, mate. Oh, Even... yeah. If your wheels hit on the ledge, you know, you, you're doing one of those, like, you know, where you fuck up on a back lip or a nose slide or something. You go over. After you've done a 270 into that, God, you're just going, you know, you're hip. <laughs> you're going to be body check body slamming that ledge in one way or another oh you, yeah you're gonna it's be, gonna hurt you, yeah you're gonna eat the ground definitely <laughs> really good part you know but for a, a three minute part mate which i think is a is a good amount of time easy to watch you part. see that oh yeah no problem <laughs> i'd like the current capels one that jono shared with us and i just that was a little that that could have been two a part and a, a part and a half or a part and a throwaway the tricks great trick selections Spot on, really good style. Love to see Curran rip as well. They should have just really... taken the best, yeah, best out of it. But it was a bit too, bit too long for me, mate. You know, just a li- and slower, slower edit as well. Yeah, didn't didn't help the vibe. You know, almost made it more of a chore. It's like get that down to f- four minutes, unless you're Mark Suchu and you. And unless they're all bangers, yeah, there wasn't enough. Uh... Enough selection in there to keep it going. There wasn't enough flip tricks in there for the whole thing. <laughs> no, there, there was some. There were some tricks that were just like, yeah, all right, they, they they look good, and you're doing them well. But it's almost like watching like an Alex Olsen part. You know, like I fucking love Alex Olsen. He's got some great tricks, but sometimes he'll just there there'll be some there'll be some filler in. There. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like. A certain tricks like of a certain wow factor, which is great. But then if you have like ten of those tricks that are all very, very similar, like big front T fakies and big front T's and big five O's and lips and stuff, they're all the same same movement. They're all great to watch. But when there's all of those in the space of like three, two, three minutes, it's kind of like ah, uh, they all have the same flat line effect. Yeah, you you need to you need to be in and out with those tricks, mate. You know, yeah, that's, save a few of those. Well, yeah, it's 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 kind of like um, you know, that's almost like my sort of repertoire of trick. So you got to be doing shorter stuff. You can't be putting a ten minute video out there because yep. people. It's like yeah, you've hit that. Yeah, you know, we've you've got a nice five zero, mate. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's apparently that's all you've got. So <laughs> you know, just, you just choose one be... of those five O's. Yeah, I'll two yeah. of them. Yeah, one of yeah one of those five O's and get out of there. Yeah, you know. But Bastion didn't disappoint at all. I thought it was a really yeah. solid, solid part. If if the tune was good, I'd I'd give it a close to well, I'd, I'd give it like a solid four. But I think because because nice. of the tune, I think it's going to have to be a three. Yeah, a, a, a good hit. we'll take we'll take a good three on that. And th- three's not bad, you know. It's, it's... <laughs> it's <a laughs> we three. always say it. it's like three. Three's not bad. Like three's not bad. Yeah, yeah it's like crisps. Yeah. You had any nice crisps recently, mate? Anything? Uh... Um, I have actually. <laughs> I had some. Uh... So have I. I'll share. I'll share mine. But you go. They're not going to be as good, probably. <laughs> I had some. Uh... So you know the Cheetos, like you know what I mean with the, with the cheetah on mm. the pack, the classic one of those. But it was it was they're called paws, so they're like shaped like a paw, but they almost have a different texture with that shape. And these ones were. Not a cheese and onion, but maybe like a sour cream and onion. Mm. Sour cream and onion. They almost look like a monster munch, sort of like. Almost. 
Like it's cl- they're not as tough as a monster munch. Like these are a little bit su- like a not like a, a soft light- monster munch, but a light, lighter. A, a yeah. what's it shaped monster munch? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, not not cheesy. And uh, I can only describe it. Have you ever had like a funyun ring or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like an American yep. crisp onion ring. It was like that sort of flavor, but a nice one. You know what hmm. I'm saying? So, and, and right. it was in like one of those tube grab bags. So, like, it was probably like a 300 calorie bag. It was a nice, I just had it at work next to my controls on the machine. The, the, nice. the, the two controls on the machine afterwards <laughs> was just uh, like oil, just white oil afterwards. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, yeah, but yeah, great. I, they didn't. They did not last like thirty seconds. They were great. Nice. That, yeah, that's a good crisp experience, mate. You know. Yeah. The way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's about it, mate. Yeah, I've had um, been eating some of these tomato and something, but they're they're lentil crisps, right? Ooh. Now I don't. I'm not a big fan of lentils. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't fuck with lentils at all. But a lentil crisp, they're fancy ones. They're, you'd find them in like a a Whole Foods or whatever in yep. your way, or some sort of organic, overpriced uh, little yeah. ca- uh, cafe or delicatessen. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've been in the in the co-op um, near the job I've been at, so I've been treating myself occasionally to them, and they're they're, they're good. good, are they? The, the crunch, mate. So they're like the sea. They're almost like the seashell pasta sort of shape. Yeah. So little seashells, but the crunch on them. Nice. They're a tomato tomato flavored crisp. Yeah, I think I'd good. enjoy that. Yeah. But the crunch is uh, really, really rewarding. You know, nice. they could probably add, they could probably have a little bit more zing. You know, if if I could critique yeah. them, maybe put a, chuck another sachet of that powder in there. You know, put a little monster munch powder in there just to just to, just add, to make it. Yeah, yeah, just just to make it kind of make you salivate a little bit more. But we like actually say, have uh, some other other chips. They're called uh, a Canadian chips they're called uh miss vicky's so that's like hand cooked you know what i mean the hand cooked crisps like um terrell's or whatever that sort of yeah 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 caliber. good crunch good yeah. crunch tiny bit cheaper mate and they they go quite heavy with some of the flavorings one that we i had a lot of um it's a honey honey dijon one mate and they come out there like yellow you know you get that yellow fingers good. afterwards but yeah they are some hard, crunchy. You know, what I mean, almost on the verge of being too crunchy for a chip for a crisp sandwich. <laughs> if you put too many in there, if you've got like a, do you know what I mean, a bit of a, just a normal slice of bread on there, mate. If you give it, they're going to cut through the sides. It's one of those. Nice. But uh, they're they're really nice too. And they do. Speaking of tomato sauce, they call it. You know, it's just if they say ketchup all the time, but they got some uh, Miss Vicky's spicy tomato sauce ones and they're they're really nice mate yeah spicy tomatoes top caliber flavor yeah, really that gets you these are the i think i'm not even too sure if they're they might be hum i think they're hummus chips rather than um chickpeas or something than, than lentil um i just eat real is the brand we're not sponsored by them but we we'd like to be send us some chips that's them there, mate. You might you might recognise them. Oh yeah, back. they've yep. been around for a while, but they're just yeah, they look good. They look good. <laughs> they're, they're a good rewarding crunch. Yeah, you know, you could. 
I've, I've I've even done this. I've even done this before, mate. I've had some like some old well some cold bolognese from the night before leftovers for, for my lunch. Well, <laughs> I could have scooped. No, no, I just just sprinkled them in there and then just just ate it with the crisps, and it was it was beautiful, beautiful because they're tomato yeah. and basil as well. It goes with a a nice kind of bolognese. Um, you ever had like like corn chips? Yeah, yeah, almost like hula hoops, but like mm. you know what I'm saying. I get some Fritos or something like quite heavy, just like they're almost just like squares, but half curved. And uh, sometimes I sprinkle them. I get sometimes I have these like meatball pasta. Sometimes I'll sprinkle some in there just to get a nice little heavy crunch, mate. It's not. It's nice having a crunch in there, isn't it? It's yep. just, and you don't normally get a crunch with that sort of stuff. So putting a crunch yep. in there. Yeah, it's basically a crouton, you know what I'm saying? Poor man's crouton. Yeah. It depends on what, <laughs> what rich, you're putting no, no. in, mate. High a, value crouton, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be a rich man's crouton, mate. <laughs> I suppose we could we could uh we could end on this, mate. We could just have a little talk about the the bail that I sent to the group the other day. And it was just it's just it's really nice and we can give a shout out to the um I'm gonna have to watch it ins- right now. The Instagram um, account that posts all these these bales. I don't know if you've actually got kind of followed this this account, mate. There's so many good slams in there, and they're all from this one kind of um, skate park. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's an account definitely worth. Uh, Is it worth one following. that you posted today? Is it one you posted the other day? It's the one. Yeah, the one I posted today, Splats two oh six is the is the account. Uh, the bail is this lad uh, going for a, a backboard down like some double <laughs> shotgun rail. Uh, <laughs> has a w- world of pain, and the board ends up hitting them on the head as they're on the ground, but they're wearing a helmet, so they get away with it. But it's such a good, such a good clumsy bail. Yeah, the board you know? like. Like imagine a board either the board goes into board slide, locks on the back truck and goes down. And then he sacks on top of his board's tail, which like <laughs> flings it into the air like crazy. <laughs> just boomerangs into the back of his head while he's on the floor. Fucking, yeah, the board is <laughs> fucking the board's probably done like a ten eighty before it hits before, before it hits him in the back of the head. Yeah, if he wasn't wearing a helmet, that would have been yeah, it would have been bad. That'd have been some but stitches. I don't know if you've broken this down, mate, but like <laughs> have you seen his have you seen his foot position as he's approaching? He's always gonna fuck up. Look yeah. where his look where his, his front foot is. It's on the bottom. He's like snowboarding, yeah. He's on he's snowboarding. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like you're always gonna you Yeah, I'm surprised he even I'm surprised the board even made it up there. It was one of those ones where his foot was so high. Surprised he didn't just leave the board, you know. Yeah, you need to in the face, in the face at the end as well. Oh. This is Splat, Splats two oh six. Uh, check, check, uh, check the account out, and you'll 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 find it. Yeah, I'm gonna but have the, to find the face, that now. The face of the the, the lad at the end. <laughs> he just knows he's been for a world of pain, but he's got away with it. He's really <laughs> got away with it. Yeah, that. But that's some... a good one. There's some uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the description of the account. So Splats two oh six, not affiliated with ATS, which is the skate park. I think that they're getting all these clips from, and it's uh, kids eating crap. 
is basically the, 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 the to be type. featured. <laughs> so this one, this kid, this kid, this most recent one, this kid's pushing fucking Mongo towards a oh, jump I just watched that. With, with like a, a flat bar. This kid's like, like a foot tall. Like, I don't... <laughs> they also, mate, why would you ever skate a rail off a jump ramp? Like... <laughs> And put a rail at the end of a jump ramp. Like, that's the most dangerous thing you could be doing, surely. And this oh, kid, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> pushing monk. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a 50. Starts, uh, uh. starts, starts hitting a really nice 5 0 where he's losing control. <laughs> Just, yeah, sidewalk slams himself, folds then, himself over yeah, the rail. I mean, I've done that on a rail before. And uh, that's the reason why I can't, like, I don't have full sensation around my hip, like the skin around there, because I've done that 50 in a rail before. But I didn't do it off of a fucking jump ramp, <laughs> which would have been a better story. I kind of wished I, I did what this lad was doing, because the confidence in the push, like, look, he's even looking up, mate. He's not even, like, he's not looking at his shoes, like, making sure, because, like, I'm Yeah, not, no, he's just looking sometimes, ahead. Sometimes... Sometimes you don't want to com- completely hone in on to the angle you're going to hit. You almost want to do that last minute. Yeah. Like if you're going to lock into a curb or, or a ledge or something, you don't want to completely over-focus on that because you could sh- overshoot it. You want to be kind of making sure your feet are in exactly always, the Always, yeah. I always like to have a little foot foot position check. And then and then you can then you can bang in. But he's got his head up. He's <laughs> yeah. He doesn't <laughs> stop pushing until he is like. Uh, half a, a foot away from the ramp. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you gotta just hit your hit your three pushes and be good. Like just regulate your pushes. But like you said, Will, he's about a foot tall. <laughs> he's probably four years old. Yeah, I'm not 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 taking anything away from this four year old. He doesn't even gain speed from the nine or ten pushes he does. <laughs> he's still going at walking pace. He probably hasn't got the best of bones or something. Oh man, that's 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 high quality. Yeah, he yeah. needs a he needs a drop in or something. He needs because you know he's he's confident enough that if he was on there with a bit more speed, he he may have done it. <laughs> he was never landing that. <laughs> I like it, you know. I like his ambition, but yeah, I, he went I, for I, it. Yeah, he sent it. I'm just I'm just having a little look now to see if Splats has got us any any more uh, decent clips. I can't see any that are as as good as those two because they were high caliber. But I'm sure there's going to be some out there. Yeah, there's there's some decent ones out there. Let's have a little look what we've got here. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah, this is a good account. Definitely go and give it a follow. Splats206 on Instagram. Yeah, these kids, some good action going on at this pack. Oh, fucking hell. There's this one where this lad kind of throws on his board and there's, there's a jump ramp at the top of a, like a a down ramp uh, between like a hover and a rail falls off, just slams into the ramp and then rides the <laughs> ramp down the fucking ramp. He's on top of the ramp and he just slides down with it. Yeah. This, this is going to be my new, uh, <laughs> new favorite Instagram account. Definitely is a good credit card here. Lad trying to do the board slide down the rail that um, nearly decapitated the first lad. Same, same, same foot position, mate. Apparently people like to Ollie, now yeah is that the one foot. where he's got a helmet with stickers on yeah chest yeah chest grind yeah completely he, why is he 
why are they putting their f- feet in that position? I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I have no idea what this guy's even trying. Yeah, there's some, there's some good shit. There's some good shit in here. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll leave the listeners with that, mate. That's a nice, yeah. nice little gift from us. Yeah, go check out if you need a little laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will laugh, but especially just, just watch that first one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. They say the first one, the the first one on the feed of the lad yeah. doing the Mongo pushing. That is the best one without a shadow of a doubt. Like, yeah, that's I great. do like the, I do like the near decapitation but this lad is just <laughs> the, push, the push nothing's is... going right there for him no no but fair play to him yeah uh yeah so yeah on that note uh thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time see you next time nice <laughs> what a fucking like <laughs> that lad what oh was my he God. thinking he's fully committed yeah, like you're saying, just like tunnel visioned. Like he's just taking his eyes off the fucking. I don't rail. even think he looks at the ramp. He... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, just jab for him. Like I'm just trying to see how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> A good seven pushes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, seven. Seven, seven pushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs>